We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are live. It is the Friday morning edition of the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. My name is Rob Doster. That gentleman you see bringing back the cow hat, making cow hats great again, is the one and only Jeffrey Goodman. Jeff, I got to ask you a question. Yes. Last night, you made the decision to yep. bet on Arizona State and no, to bet on not. Arizona. I did how not. Did that work out? How did that work out for you? That is not how, true. How, how did that work out for you? I, I can show you. I ended up uh, going with, with you with Stanford, and I said that. I said that. And I flip-flopped and took Cal on the points. Good. So you listen to me. You're welcome. That's why I'm wearing the hat. You're welcome. I'm wearing the hat, baby. Um, I can't believe Cal covered because Matt Bradley missed roughly 867 free throws in the final minute. But it, it got it watch, done, man. Did you watch it? got the it end? done. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Um, they got it done. Did, did we? I don't even remember. So um, Austin P. Did they cover or did they push for you? Um, so you, you went the other way. You went against me. No, I, I had I had Belmont, and I got a push on the actual bet that I made because I got it at five. But got when it. I got like when I put it in bet spurts, I got it at five and a half. So um, I did not I did not get that bet. But I also did get the the team total over. For Belmont. So Mitchell, if you're scoring at home, you better give me the W for the, for the Belmont team total over. Okay, Mitchell, if you're listening, Mitchell's busy. He's busy down he's, there. He's probably right? not. He did. He got. He got a. He got a full time job. He doesn't hang out with us anymore. I'm devastated. I know. I know. It's very disappointing, Mitchell. You got to come back. You got to. You got to come back. Come here. back, producer Mitch. What are you doing to me, man? Um, me out here in the cold. You're, right, you're making so, me deal with this guy all by myself, Mitchell. That's what you're doing. I want you how to much do we really have to go through last night? I mean, like, it's easy, right? Like, Rutgers pounded the shit out of Michigan State by, like, 100. Michigan State scored how many points? 37? Well, it's we, we need to talk about that. So, what are you doing over there? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to show you what happened. This is actually pretty funny. So, I have a Clay Davis bobblehead that when you see. A what? Who? It's Clay Davis from The Wire. But my okay. son dropped his head the other day. So I tried to super glue it and leave his head. See, he's got a busted head. Yes, yes. So I, I tried to super glue it on and it fell off. 
right now while we were sitting there talking. So. I need to get some good bobbleheads. I think I need like like something behind me with a bunch of good bobbleheads. I that. have. Oh, my wife threw them out. I had a I had a two Holloway one and a Doug McDermott one. <laughs> my wife threw them out because both of them were Look, here's the best part about if you get bobbleheads right now, you don't have children that think they're the greatest toys in the world, and they're probably not going to end up getting broken. Like all, I, I had three not. bobbleheads. All I will not get broken. Trust me. Right. No. Anyway, <laughs> back to the subject at hand. Yes, uh, we yes. do. We need to talk about Michigan State because. What happened last night? Was that the result of a team that just spent however many days? What was it? Two and a half weeks in quarantine? 20 days. 20 days. 20 days, 20 days uh, in self-isolation and quarantine in a hotel room where COVID kind of ripped through the team? Or was this a sign of uh, something bigger with the Michigan State program? Uh, well, judging by the fact that their net rating right now is 101, which is 21 points lower than Kentucky's and eight, 19 points lower than uh, Duke's, I would say it's an indication more of uh, overall Michigan State. But I, I think it's both. I mean, obviously, you can't discount their, their, their scoring woes last night. I mean, 37 points is, is – I can't even believe it um, from having a 20-day layoff. But they're not good. They're not good. They, they, their point guard play, again, the one common denominator among Kentucky, Duke, and Michigan State is all having lackluster point guard play for the most part. And you can't win at a high level consistently. You can win a game here, a game there. You can beat crappy teams. But you're not going to beat good teams in conference play without quality point guard play, and none of them have it. Yeah. I'm with you there. Um, and, and Michigan State is very much a flawed team. Uh, and I don't even know if at full strength they would go into the rack and beat Rutgers. Um, but this, to me, was very much a performance of a team that was coming off of a, uh, you know, a pretty bad COVID yeah. shutdown. I mean, it was and, like 17 to 2 out of the gate. Like, I'd love yeah. to know that. What the first 10 minutes of any team that's had a shutdown of more than 14 days. Is. So for the most part, like I've been, it's all going to be anecdotal, but where I've had success with this is, um, is betting the, 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 what leaving the first half alone and then just betting the second half. Cause what I've seen is like these guys, you know, you come out and you know, you got your adrenaline energy, going, you're excited. Right? Yeah. And you got your legs. It's like, ah, oh, I'm finally back on a court. I'm not in a hotel room anymore. And you come out and you're jumping for like 20 minutes. And then you go to that locker room and then you sit down and then there's like the pause and everything kind of uh, relaxes and you have to go back out there and get yourself re-energized again. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I, I just, I don't have the energy that I thought I was going to have. I, you know, my legs are gone. I'm, maybe I'm not in shape. Maybe it's very obvious. I just spent eight days trapped in a hotel room doing nothing but like burpees on the hotel room floor. So uh, to me, it's been fading these teams in the second, regardless of what happens in the first half, fade them in the second half. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, listen, I, I just – maybe Michigan State can make a run and get in the tournament because the Big Ten is so good. Um, I, I just hope the committee doesn't say, like, well, because of ratings, if, if, if Michigan State is close or Duke is close, we're going to take them. Like, I hope they don't pull that shit this year. Um, you know, to me, again, I don't know – and we can talk about this. It actually, it's a good segue into – to me, the most important win last night was Stanford at Arizona. Mm -hmm. I really believe that. And I wrote something about Stanford. And I really hope that the committee gives Stanford the benefit of the doubt. They're good anyway. They are. They've proven 
They've got some good wins. They just went into Tucson and and, and McHale and beat Arizona pretty good. And Arizona was honestly, I don't think that you have to worry about it with with Stanford. Like as long as they as long as they didn't do anything horrible the rest of the season, you know, like they have what uh, they have eleven games left. Yeah. As long as they win like six of them, I think that they're probably in. You know, Rent, I hope you're right. And they have they have five games against Cal, Washington, and Washington State. You win those, right. and then like you yeah. make you like you get that's a good call. You win those five, you beat yep. Utah, you beat Arizona State on Saturday, and you that's get one, one. You get one of USC, Colorado, uh, or Oregon, and they're in. Uh, the, you're all you got to remember the first game of the season. You don't. You probably don't even remember this. Oh, the I first do. First game of the season, they beat Alabama by eight. I do. I do. That's a great win now. Great. They, a, they swept Arizona on the road, or they swept Arizona, including a win on the road. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They got a win over UCLA. So it's they, like they're, yeah. as long as they don't do anything horrible the rest of the yeah. year, like they're in. And yeah. the thing about them is they might be better without all those guys. Well, the the big question is the big question does Zaire Williams come back? You know, I, I, I know I said some, some things about Jalen Johnson that were a little cryptic earlier this year. Uh, but there, there was some thought that Jalen Johnson was not going to be back at Duke. My sources, there's some thought that Zaire Williams is not going to be back at Stanford. So yeah, I'm, I've, I've, I've heard, I've heard similar things that um, he, he kind of proved himself. He wasn't getting the attention that he thought that he would get playing um, in the Pac-12. And the biggest thing was just like the the toll of living in a hotel was it's just yeah. like it's straining on you and another thing that I've heard and, and you can probably speak to this a little bit more is that like not everyone on that Stanford team was getting along all that well which is part of the reason why like okay maybe some guys are missing and now they're 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 more connected they're winning games like this look even without without Zaire without Dejon Davis and even without Bryce Wells like there are still some really good players on like Oscar De Silva is a stud yes right. Jaden Delaire is a good player. Um, Spencer Jones can do things like he's he's a useful guy. Donald, the play. freshman point guard's pretty good. Like yeah, so like there's still good players on that roster. So it's, it's it's even without those guys, I still think that they're probably good enough to be a tournament team. And obviously, well, again, they just want they just beat UCLA and they want Arizona without those two guys. Without them, that's right. Now they're 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 not deep. That's going to be the issue. Is if if they have any other you know injuries or whatnot. Can they withstand them? They're 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 not deep right now. But yeah, but, but you, gotta, you gotta kind of hope like okay, we weather the storm. Um, eventually, we are gonna get Dejan and Bryce Wills back as long right. as you know it's yep. not a disaster. And, and then hey, you know what? If they're getting back on the campus and Zaire Williams comes back and he's rejuvenated and he's like, okay, I got home. I saw my family. I, I don't think it's now. Zaire. I, I don't think it's Zaire. What's well, going I on? I don't think it's somebody in his ear. It usually yeah. is. No, it's that's usually, that's absolutely what it is. So it, when you have the combination of someone in your ear. Right, you have the combination of uh, you're not getting the attention you expected, and you combine all of that with the fact that like you're not living on campus, you're living in a hotel. Right. Like I don't, I that that sounds awful. And you're I don't still a lottery pick. No yeah, matter no. what you have or have not done this year on the court, you're still a lottery pick. You have not hurt yourself. Yes, um, exactly, and that's why I'm like, okay, I'm like if he's if he does not enjoy what he's doing. Right then, like, go ahead, you know, like, go ahead and do what you got to do to make yourself happy, man. Like, I, I get it. Living in a hotel for however many months sucks, right? And if you're like, I'm, I, if I just go home and work out, like, I'll, yeah. I'll be just as good. And 
I don't I, like. I'm still gonna get picked high, and I'm not gonna have to deal with this shit that I hate doing. Like, can't really, uh, can't really hate on anybody for yep. that too much. All right, you got anything else from last night? Uh, Kansas finally winning wasn't pretty. It was really ugly, but they at least snapped their three game uh, losing streak against uh, TCU at home. And again, listen, this Kansas team, I'm not. I'm not completely ruling them out, but the more I see of them, the more I'm like, they're just not that good. And people kill me because I got them 10th right now in, in, in the poll. I got that's them 10th. That's because your ranking this – is, this is proof positive that your ranking system sucks. You don't rank how good you think teams are. You basically do Gary Parrish's job for him. That's all you do. I, you just I rank resumes. Him. Resumes I don't matter. Him. I want to know your opinion. You're supposed to be a basketball savant, not a guy that looks at spreadsheets, not a guy that looks at Kempom numbers, not a guy that says, oh, look at this great win. Oh, you know what? They beat Creighton by one, and I think Creighton is a top-five team in America. You have to do it that Remember way. that win you got over Kentucky? Oh, that's such a great win you got in the Champions Classic. This is the exact problem with your ranking system. No, you got to do it. You no, got to do it based no, on. No, people want your opinion. They don't no. want you. To, they don't want. They don't want to see the Jeff Goodman version of Joe Lenardi's resumes. That's if what you're doing. Yeah, you're, you're, you're basically Joe Lenardi. I'm going to start. You got to do it based on accomplishment. It's got to be based on accomplishment. It I'm can't just, be. I'm going to start I mean, calling you Bracket Jeff. That's what you are. You're Bracket Jeff. I mean, you would have right now, honestly, if Kentucky wins a couple in a row, you would put them in the top 15. You would. No, go out there and win a couple in a row. Top 15. I would not put them in the top fifteen, um, but if they know. won, if they won like I don't know, like like five in a row, six in a row, like let's say they win these next three games that they play, sure. right? Yes, and um, like they win them all impressively, like everything yes. clicks. And Brandon Boston they just look awesome. Yeah, and Brandon like and they beat. Clark comes back. He's rolling. Yeah, and they so they they yeah. go out and they beat yeah. um, who they got. So uh, on Saturday they beat Texas by twenty, right? Then they yeah. go into Missouri and they beat Missouri by ten. Yeah. Then they get Tennessee at home next Saturday and they win that yeah. game by ten. Then they totally. go. Then they get Arkansas at home. Now let's just say the next three. Let's just say the next three. They beat Texas, Missouri, and Tennessee. I'm telling you. And if they beat them all convincingly, yeah, you'd have but them in the won, top. If they won all five of those games, right? If they get all the way to Auburn, I'm not even they, getting to five. I'm just getting to three. Give me, I would not give me what happens. What I'm saying is if they get all the way to five, first of all, like if they win those three games, yep. then I think it's pretty safe to say that, yes, they are like at the moment, they are one of the 25 best teams in the country. If they win all five of those games and they get to 10 or 11, then then maybe they are. Maybe I would. I would actually consider it because I rank the top. And you're a moron. You're an absolute moron. Because you think, you think that games that happen in November have any bearing on things that are happening right now. And yes, when it comes to the NCAA tournament, oh you are God. absolutely right. You can't but just you, throw them away. I'm not throwing them away, but you you're are. asking me to rank the top 25 teams in America at the moment. Not not do an NCAA tournament bracket. You're That's bracketing stupid, for an NCAA man. tournament. That's you're doing so what, stupid. Why isn't stupid. Stanford in your top 10? They just, they I don't, just First of all, I haven't done rankings all season long. I, right? you're, the one that, you're the one that does the daily rankings. And your rankings are horrible, and everybody knows it, and you can't deal with it on Twitter. But if you think that games that happen on November 29th in the middle of a pandemic not scrimmage have any bearing – if you if Kentucky wins these next five games, right, Yeah, you're, and you tell me that Kentucky's not one of the top 25 teams in the country, then I'm going to have to kick you out of the field 68. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm going to give you somebody else. Good, hey, hey, the good thing is 
they're not going to win the next five games. So we're not, yeah, we don't have to worry about that. So it's, a mute, it's a mute point. Uh, all right, let's talk all about right. tonight's slate. Um, there's a really big game that we do need to discuss, and that is Iowa at Illinois. Yeah. Um, Iowa is favored by, I believe it's two, Jeffrey. Um, I believe Iowa is favored by two. Is Iowa uh, what do you like in this spot? Is that right? Hold on. I, I feel like um, – hold on. Hold oh, I'm on. sorry. I was getting to – it's Illinois. Right. You're, you're, you're all screwing me up because I, I took Illinois. I took Illinois favored by two. Um, Iowa coming off that loss to, to Indiana. Both teams haven't played in, in a little bit. They've had some games canceled. Uh, last game for Illinois was the 19th. Last game for Iowa was the 21st. So they've both been out for a little bit here. Um, I just feel like the matchup is pretty good for Illinois. And at home, I, I think they're going to win this one. Uh, the team split last year, both winning at home. The one thing you say with Iowa, if they win, they're winning big. 12, I believe 10 of the last 12 uh, wins have come. Uh, by more than 15 points. I don't anticipate them winning big in Champaign. In fact, I think Illinois wins this game. I just think I think it's a tough matchup for Iowa's guards. I think it's a tough matchup for Iowa's guards, and I'm not sure they're going to be able to contain whether it's Io, whether it's Curbelo, uh, and some of those guys. And, and again, listen, the one guy that Kofi can match up against is Luka Garza. Now, Luka can step out. It's not easy for him when Lucas steps out and shoots those threes. But to me, I'd much rather have Luke out there shooting threes. Go ahead. Take him all day long. If you're, if you're going to make him at the clip you made him earlier in the year, you're, you're going you're gonna to win. Maybe you're not. Maybe you give him his 30. Who cares? You want to get him out there on the three-point line, that's fine. But to me, if Luke is down low, that's what you want if you're Kofi in, in Illinois. Yeah, and the the thing that we look for in matchups against Iowa are teams that have uh, dribble, dribble penetration and guys that can able, are able to get to the rim off the bounce. Um, got teams that run a lot of ball screen stuff, and that's what that's what Illinois does. Like I, I love love Illinois in this spot. Um, the other thing that we definitely need to talk about with this is that uh, Kofi Coburn and Luca both like draw a ton of fouls. So um, will Kofi be able to get Luca in foul trouble? And if you get Luke in foul trouble, that completely changes everything that Iowa wants to do. So that's certainly something that's got to uh, weigh into the conversation as well. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think that the ability that that Illinois has with their guards to to break people down off the dribble and to get all the way to the rim is exactly what you want when you're playing against a team like Iowa. So I, I really like Illinois in this spot. That's I think that's probably uh, my favorite bet of the night. Um, you know, yeah. listen. I mean, the two other good games, there's three good games, and I kind of like all three, which I can't remember the last time I said that. Um, St. Louis at Richmond. St. Louis coming off a long – they had like a 30-plus day pause, came back, played Dayton the other day, and got smacked, right? I don't remember what the final was, but Dayton was in control pretty much the whole game. So St. Louis is a team that – top 25 team, Right. They go to Richmond tonight. Richmond hasn't been great this year. They need this one desperately for their NCAA tournament chances. They know that. This this is the biggest game of the season for Richmond, period. If they win this, to me, they're on the right side of the bubble. If they lose this, they're probably on the wrong side of the bubble. Um, it, it's really an opportunity for the Spiders. So I, I, I like Richmond here. 
I've liked Richmond all year and even the preseason. Uh, given one to St. Louis. Uh, again, I just think St. Louis has been out for so long, it's going to take them a couple weeks to get back. Yeah, I w- if I was going to bet this game, I would lean Richmond, but I, I'm going to – I'm staying away. Okay. Um, I, I don't. I just don't think Richmond's very good. So, that's. I mean, that's my biggest concern. And They beat your Kentucky and, team. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kentucky's terrible, dude. <laughs> you were just trying to tell me how you're going to put me, put them in the top 25 next week when they win five straight. Yeah, if they win five straight, then you actually then then anybody that actually has any sense of basketball acumen um, and can can watch games and can understand what teams are and how good they are based on the way that they're playing, based off of what you're seeing. Like if you have any semblance of basketball IQ and you watch Kentucky beat those five teams and you don't consider saying that they're one of the top 25 teams in the country at the moment, and you stick to only ranking resumes, it's proof that you just don't know basketball at all and don't know what you're watching and don't know what you're seeing on the floor. You don't even realize that I'm taking shots at you right now, so I'm going to keep it moving. No, I'm, I'm, I'm killing you on Twitter, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so there's, uh, there's two other bets that I really, really like tonight. Um, the first is going to be uh, Ohio um, plus three at okay. Buffalo. Um, obviously Ohio's got Jason Preston back. I think the development of the, uh, the freshman, what was his name? Uh, Mark Sears to allow them to have the two guard looks, uh, is something that will really help. And then bringing it up, but last year, um, Ohio played well against Buffalo twice. They, uh, they beat them the second time, um, by 11 points at home, despite the fact that they were a team that finished like under 500, uh, in the league play, and Buffalo was one of the best teams in the conference. So um, I like Ohio there. The other one that I love is a little bit off the board, but I like Northern Iowa, or I'm sorry, Northern uh, North Dakota State laying two um, at UMKC. Uh, UMKC has been without Marvin Nesbitt, who's one of their best uh, best guards for uh, since since they, the the shutdown since January 9th, and they will be without Brandon McKissick tonight, who is their leading scorer. Um, he scored 20 in the last two games, scored double figures in every game this season. That was against a Division One opponent. Uh, and today, Billy Donlin said there's a 95% chance that he doesn't play because he's got a shoulder injury. So uh, give me all of the fighting Dave Richmonds in that spot. All right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick in Dakota, but I'm, I'm going to South Dakota uh, for mine. And, and they're playing Omaha. Omaha's last game came January 9th. Uh, that is a uh, 20-day break. We just saw what Michigan State did with a 20-day layoff. So I'm going to take uh, South Dakota there, uh, giving eight and a half points. Um, and then the last one I like is you got to go. Come on. You're really not going to go with the, the, the nightcap tonight. The quality nightcap, Boise State at Colorado State. Colorado State beat them in the first game, right? Beat them at home. Mm-hmm. And a big one. I mean, beat the crap out of them. You're not going with with, with Leon Rice and company there and Derek Alston to get him back and get the split. They're only uh, they're only giving one and a half. I thought about it, but then you know what that means you have to do? It means you have to fade the fighting Nico Medveds. And I can't You can't do that. I can't, I can't fade the fighting Nico Medveds. I'm gonna do it today. I, gotta, I think it's a mistake, I man. I don't see them it's sweeping Boise in this one, but maybe they will. I mean again, I I just think we got three good games tonight, like three interesting games, three very meaningful games. Um, again, Richmond, St. Louis, both teams kind of need that one in a way because if St. Louis doesn't get it, you're going to start hearing the talk. Well, 
you know, are they really a tournament team? And and it's unfair because of the pause, but you're going to hear it. Boise, you want to be an at-large? you got to win this game against Colorado State. You can't get swept by them. So, mm-hmm. You know, so to me, again, three really good games. Uh, so those are my, my – I'll give you my five total. I got one – so I also got – all right, so I got Richmond. I got Illinois. I got Boise. I got South Dakota. And I got one more. Uh, what was my other one? Uh, Cal uh, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara tonight uh, against UC Davis, given eight and a half. And I'm going to jump on you with the. Uh, I think I'm going to I'm going to jump on that North Dakota State one too. Yeah, you got to. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Always, if there's one thing and one motto that I live by, it's always trust in Dave Richmond. 